0: welcome to the bullish drive podcast where we explore the realms of faith mental performance and personal testimonies through conversations with high level performers join us as we extract valuable insights from their experiences to supercharge your pursuit of peak performance this is a bullish drive podcast what's up fam it's james your mental performance coach and i am welcoming you back to season two of the bullish drive podcast and i'm super stoked that we are able to release this and just have all the incredible conversations that we've had on this show and for those who are new to the bullish drive podcast we focus on having real world conversations with experiences from professional athletes professional musicians and those who train both those people and uh, high level performers what it really takes what are the things that you don't really think about especially for those who are aspiring to move into those professional athletic worlds or musical worlds there's there's a lot of things that just aren't talked about And so having conversations with those who have been there before you is just a great way to grow your wisdom. And wisdom is one of the greatest assets that you can have because one, it saves you time and it also helps you plan for your future. And so I I hope that at the end of this conversation, at the end of this season, even the past season, that um, out of all the conversations we have, that you are able to take home just things that can help better your journey and help you prepare for the next level of your athletic or musical journey. And so today I'm I'm really excited to have a friend of mine, someone I've known for a little bit. His, his dad actually started a pretty well-known uh, athletic training company. And he started out of the trunk of his car about 12 years ago and through just faith Um, and trusting in God's process. Uh, They've grown it to an international brand partnering with companies like Lifetime Fitness and uh, Trio Medical uh, Health Systems. And um, you might have heard of it. It's called Game Face Training and they train NFL and NBA players and aspiring young athletes through um, just their nationwide uh, facilities. Um, And Deontay has picked up quite a lot from just growing up in that environment of just grinding and hustling, and and being humble and and being hungry for uh, what God has in store for you. And so today, at the end of this conversation, we cover a lot of different things, uh, big things. Is you know what can a parent do to really um, support their young athlete's journey? There was research that was done that. Uh, by the age of 13 about 75 80 percent of young athletes actually drop out of their sports just because of burnout and what causes that and how can parents prevent that and if you're a parent that has a young athlete that's starting to feel that way um, by the end of this conversation you'll have some tools that you can walk away with that can help you with that or just even the right conversations or how to approach certain situations another thing i love about the conversation that we had is just how much faith and christianity and just obedience played into the growth of the company and the growth of Deontay's journey and so we'll talk about that like how prevalent is the Christian athlete in in the professional athletic world and no one better to ask than someone who trains them up and builds them up for draft day and and has athletes actively participating in the NBA and the NFL so I'm super stoked thank you guys for hopping on the second season we have uh, 14 incredible interviews uh, that I want you guys to tune into because they cover everything from uh you know professional athletes to professional musicians we have artists on here we have trainers on here and if you're a high level performer or someone who's aspiring to be a high level performer these are conversations that have incredible value and i want to give that wisdom to you so i am super stoked and super excited to invite Deonte jordan onto the show Deonte, welcome to the show thank you for coming back on dude thank you and i appreciate it i appreciate
1: you having me and uh you know it's always a pleasure so i'm Deonte jordan uh just to start it <laughs> off um i am to say the least um probably despite the the many titles that i hold now at a young age um i'm a creative Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a creative um, kind of like a a little bit of a mad scientist from day to day <laughs> I <laughs> um, but I love it uh, I work in a creative space um, I get to try new things get to try um, you know new ideas and see them come to life in mm-hmm. real time so um, that's probably one of the most rewarding things about my job is being able to see that aspect of it but um yeah um i'm a sports performance coach very fun for everyone that doesn't know and yeah i think that's about it i, I try to like
0: talk myself up a little bit but it, <laughs> i think you're a little... very humble person bro like, <laughs> <laughs> the way like not just a sports performance coach but like you you work with some pretty pretty uh phenomenal athletes in, in yeah. your own right you know and and uh, as you're probably listening, Deontay is a pretty humble dude, you know, when it comes <laughs> to it. So, um, he's, he's got athletes that, you know, um, go into the NBA draft that played for the NFL. You know, it's not yeah. just like a, you know, small program. You guys, you guys got a pretty big program now, right? Yeah, yeah
1: we do. Um, it's,
0: uh, it's crazy to say it's, it's nation nationwide
1: now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Game Face is now a, a household name in. I feel like that's something 2012, 2013. So back, you know, 12 years ago to 11 years ago, we never thought that was going to be where, you know, like where it would be one day. Right, right. Um, It was just an idea. It was just something where it was for me and my dad to spend more time together. And then it ends up being, you know, a nationwide brand that has helped so many athletes you know from uh the east coast to the west coast you know mm. north south you know achieved their dreams and it all started in brooklyn park minnesota
0: so man yeah shout out shout out to the local <laughs> that's, <laughs> what's sure. up. that's what's up yeah, and, got then, to. and uh and something i like i love your guys's um kind of motto at least when i when i was working out with y'all uh your yeah. motto was uh humble and hungry or hungry and humble Right Humble and hungry. yeah, humble, yeah, humble and hungry. and uh I, I love that. Can you kind of explain where that came from and what that means for game face and athletes?
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I mean humble and hungry, you know, it it speaks for itself. Um, I think that really resonated with just, you know, my work ethic, um my dad's work ethic. and we were always, you know, my dad's one of the hardest, hardest, like most diligent workers I know. Mm -hmm. Um, the dude will, if he finds something, you know, that he knows, you know, holds value or something that's important, he will do it day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out. And, um, as I got older and I got into, you know, my young adulthood and, um, athletics, then same thing. It was, you know, it was that tangible work ethic that I saw. So I was like, all right, let's work, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Getting up, going to the gym at 5 a.m. before school, you know, showering and then making it through a whole school day and then leaving and going to go work out again after school. And, you know, like doing that from the age of, you know, 12, 13, all Mm -hmm. the way up to, you know, 21. You know, by the time I stopped playing sports, it was just day in and day out, day in and day out and the whole time staying true to who you are, you know, not getting big headed, um, remembering where the gifts come from and remembering you always need to get better at something mm-hmm. um you know is what keeps you level-headed and keeps that humble part with the hungry because a lot of people are humble mm-hmm. you know but like some people ain't got no drive you yeah, know that's and, true and, <laughs> and vice versa so yeah that's where that comes from where it comes from and how we got that
0: yeah yeah and uh last time we talked so for those just get a background this is a second time uh, I've had Deontay yeah. on the show because, you know, I blame it on technology, but it was probably user error myself. I probably accidentally deleted it, but Deontay has, you know, graciously come back on and I appreciate that. Um, last time we talked about what it was like uh, growing up under the leadership of your father and the coaching yeah. of your father, and how you said in the beginning when you guys were first starting out, you were your dad's first like client. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. so what was what was that like? What was that like and how, how what lessons did that instill in you as a young athlete?
1: See, people think it was some like magical experience because right. of where we are today. People are like, oh like that's how game face started. Yeah, and it sucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, it <laughs> sucked. That's real. That's think, real. You know, what do y'all think like happened? But no, um, you know, being dang, what was I? I was like twelve. I was like 11, anywhere between 11 and 12 and, you know, getting tortured every day. But uh, <laughs> no, it was, it was great. I mean, I was, you know, fortunate enough to never have an injury my mm-hmm. entire athletic career. And, um, you know, I got to play at a high level. And so very, very blessed for that. But um, yeah, it was, it was a different dynamic, man. Um, yeah. I it, it it grows a certain type of respect for you know your your father you know in that Mm. in that setting where it's like that line between you know dad and coach yeah so um getting to like know that gray area um and then you know what we do in this setting and what we do in another setting like okay it's dad time this is coach time Mm. so just definitely figuring out how to like you know play both roles in a healthy way. And then, um, you know, just kind of, kind of tying it all together. So we were yeah. able to figure that out at, like I said, 11, 12. So by the time we hit, you know, we're, we're business partners, or you know, kind yeah. of like coworkers now. I mean, he's still my boss, but, <laughs> right. you know, we work so closely together. It's it's seamless now.
0: Mm, man, yeah. that's good. And like, so I, I do, I do uh parent education for mm-hmm. like uh, young athletes, stuff like that. And, you know, it what was a study by the National Association for Youth Athletics said like by thirteen, kids will drop out of sports like seventy percent because of burnout rate. And yeah. And parents are like, well, what do I do? How do I balance that that dad or mom and and you know, motivational uh, like yeah. influencer in their life? And and it seems like like you your dad did a great job, you know, yeah, with, with what that did. looked like. you know. So, yeah. is there is there anything that um, that parents can do? And I know that's that's a huge, heavy loaded question, yeah. but like yeah. at, at least one thing that you noticed your dad did really well uh, mm-hmm. that helped separate that and still motivate you to remain in sports.
1: Yeah, I would say, I mean, probably a couple of things, but one like giving giving your your young athlete. of like that space to be vocal Mm. Um, i I think that was a big thing for me was my parents it was always in you know an open door open conversation policy you know and it was it was like from school to sports to whatever you know Mm. they were just like all right let's sit down let's have a dialogue um you know if you feel this type of way about something you know you don't like what we said or whatever it may be you know how it is being a teenager at the time but (laughs) you know it was always let's talk about it Mm -hmm. and it they would listen I would listen and then you know there wouldn't always be a middle ground I think you know athletes I gotta understand that like your parents ain't always gonna agree with you you know so she ready for that but you will learn so much in that time because you'll realize you, everyone has it you'll look back and you'll be like dang mom was right dang dad I was right <laughs> you know but um, just giving them the space to um, be vocal and express yeah. you know what's going on and what it is from their perspective because if they can figure it out what it is from their perspective they're actually seeing the situation mm. adhering to the situation they can learn from it yeah um, and then secondly would we'll just be like be a parent be, mm-hmm. be, you know, like, don't try to be sideline coach. Don't try to be <laughs> Skip Bayless. Don't try to be Stephen A. Smith. Like, don't <laughs> break down the game. Don't, don't do right.
0: that. Right.
1: 10 times out of 10, if your athlete is competent and they're hardworking, like, they know what's going on, they right. see the game. They're going to probably have a film study. You don't got to be an analyst, you know, like, just don't. <laughs> don't, don't be that guy. Right. Don't be that mom. Don't do it You right. know Sometimes Like just be like Hey it, it, If you want to talk about it We can But right. if not Great game You know You did what you could mm-hmm. Proud of you And if they, have, And if You know They go out there And run for 200 yards Or you know Drop 30 Or you know Score multiple goals Tell them they did a good job Tell them they did right. a great job You know Motivate them Be there for them Every athlete need, Needs their support base yeah. You know, no one wants to go through that by themselves. So I would think definitely those two are the biggest ones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I love how, you know, cause every parent becomes a sportcaster, you know, the moment yeah. it becomes, you know, an athlete, Right, but, but just the ownership that that allows, right? The athlete over their sport Mm -hmm. right they can it's now their sport it's not their parents sport it's not their sure right you know their dad reliving their glory days from like junior high you know i mean it's not one of those situations um and then you you said that you were a creative right yeah you like that so um taking ownership in your own sport and then making choices and mistakes was that Mm -hmm. a, a piece that um your dad allowed you to do to create this creative budget uh yeah i mean
1: yeah definitely uh both my parents for mm. sure um my mom is like the the silent unsung hero in the oh, back sure, a yeah. lot of times but um genius one of the smartest people i know mm. um and she was one of those people when especially when uh started playing more at a higher level mm. was always like there's always another way to see the situation right and, um, you know, I'm and I always pr- I pride myself in being, you know, fairly smart, but uh, it was just like tapping into, uh, like, you know, like that other, you know, like the other side of your brain. You know, some right. people think they're like, you know, like the right brain thinkers and you don't even know it. Um, I remember I used to do this like goofy thing in high school when I would wake up and like brush my teeth on my left hand like certain days before like games or like a couple days before a game just to like try to stimulate yeah no (laughs) that's that's exactly it bro yeah but um little little funny stuff like that uh it it allowed me to you know one think in a different in different light and then from there it allowed me you know to gain a different perspective and for me personally i feel like once you kind of like gain a new perspective and you're challenging yourself to see things in a different way. It opens up your creative mind. Mm. Um, you know, because some people are just more creative than others. Some people like God just put it in them. Like, right. And there's just Like you look at them like, "Dang, man, like you drew that in 10 seconds, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or you came up with that. So for me, it was a, it was a process of knowing, like, you know, Oh, like, Oh, I can do this. Oh, wait, no, mm. wait, I can see that from a different way. Oh, oh I really I did do it oh now I'm seeing the fruits of it and mm. you know doing that from time you know time and time and time again I was like oh yeah you know um probably it took me till really like a couple of years ago um yeah. just to realize like how to share my creativity mm. um and who Deontay was with the world so I'm blessed I can do that now
0: yeah yeah no kidding and and um you know just just doing it over and over again, kind of those uncomfortable situations, being willing to put yourself in that, you know? Yeah. Um, and and gives you the confidence to overcome and get to that point where you're like, oh yeah, I can be creative. You said something All like, right. um, you know, God, God just kind of plants that seed in people, you know? And then yeah. eventually you see the fruits of that. And in um, sports psychology, we talk a lot about just process and the controllables, right? Mm-hmm. Like what's in the process, what's important now? Um, and that requires a lot of faith. A lot of for faith that sure. what you're doing is actually doing something, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So how much um, uh, how how much does faith uh, work into just your journey and where you're at right now? All of it. All of it. Yeah. All <laughs> of it. Every
1: single part. Love um, that. From from the moment I can remember, um, I, it's always been faith. Yeah. I feel like nothing was nothing was set enough for me to know. I could have like a partial faith mm. if that makes sense I knew yeah. I always had to rely on something more than myself or how you said you know the controllables in mm-hmm. a situation mm-hmm. like I could think of very 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 few times there were multiple variables that I knew were sustainable or set enough to where I was like oh yeah I to have faith for this one you know <laughs> like no, nah, like there was, was always something where I was like oh big faith moment you know so um everything from um high school uh, to you know making a college decision to you know then getting into college and you know thinking you're on the right track and um you know playing collegiate athletics to then dropping all of that like Mm. the one thing that I knew my entire life that I dedicated and put so much time into, I walked away from. Yeah. And this was at the age of like 1920 and stepped into the unknown. Uh, I did my church internship for, mm-hmm. a, for a few years. I don't know if you remember that stage in yep. my life, but I did the internship for a few years. And let me tell you something the internship was the last thing on the planet that Deontay would have ever thought of doing yeah. or even would have done. So at that time it was, which is a big faith moment. Yeah. And, um, I didn't know where God was taking me. I knew that part of my life was done. It was mm. close. And, um, I was like, all right, let's jump off the deep end, you know, let's yeah. see what's going to happen. And, uh, from there, I mean, gave god you know years of my life and then i was like all right let's try another year and then i was like wait i can live like this yeah (laughs) you know and so me realizing you know what that is and what that looks like and um just how faith isn't a momentary thing Mm. it's your and it's just it's who you are you know and it's 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 how you embody your relationship with christ and um that's just that's just where I am now. And, you know, faith is also having enough, you know, it's just kind of like willpower and resilience to look where you are now hmm. and to be able to take a step back and, and be like, dang, like, look what, you know, God brought me from. And, you know, just kind of looking over a little time lapse, you know, behind your shoulder and knowing how faithful he is. Right. Um, So from there, man, to, you know, all the little bits and pieces uh, to make me into the man I am today and where I am today, like, faith is faith is everything. I never thought I'd be traveling, you know, around the country and, you know, training athletes from different states and countries and being able to have an impact um in my community in my hometown. Yeah. So, never would have thought I would be able to do that by the age of 24 cuz I'm not even 25 right. yet for <laughs> some people. But um yeah, man, it's crazy. Crazy.
0: Man, just a young dude, just a yeah. young guy, man. Yeah. Um what uh If you're, if you're okay with sharing, what, what was the conversations that you had with God that was like, Hey, it's time to put this Mm -hmm. chapter in your life, you know, to a close and begin this next chapter.
1: It was a little bit more forced. I would say (laughs) conversation. (laughs) Okay. Um, I was just uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I was, I was at a point where, you know, it's like you have like those those shoes you love or like that Mm. pants the pants you love and you just know you you can't fit it anymore yeah it's like you keep trying to like squeeze that toe in there or like you keep trying to like wiggle that leg (laughs) in just to get it up you know like it was it was like that okay god was like nah like that don't fit like you're not you're not going that way anymore like let me get you something new like let me you know like switch out your wardrobe if Mm. that makes sense like he's like let me he's like let me let me take you somewhere and i'm like man i'm like look like this is pretty cool you know like
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i think i can make this fit you know like i'm not (laughs) that big yet you know maybe let me lose some weight you know yep (laughs) yep that one you know so you're going through i'm going through all these processes and i'm going through you know all these different things at the age of like like i said 1920 and i'm like yeah I don't know what's going on, but the one thing I knew and, you know, tying it back to faith was that I knew who I was Mm -hmm. and I knew what I was capable of. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with all that, I, at this point in my life, I knew who God was and, like, I know how God worked and I knew the power and the, you know, the miraculous power that God has. But, you know, at that age, like, you have to find that for yourself. You know, you grow up with... You know your parents taking you to church and you know what your pastor tells you but like that was the one time in my life where god showed up and was like all right, mm. like, right let's do it you know and yeah. i was i knew god was there and so from there um and like my like i said my relationship with god just it, just, it was like a big blossom <laughs> and just 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 opened up so it was you know more of that of knowing who i was Mm. You know What I can do Like I said Humble and hungry I'm gonna show up And I'm gonna work And God knew that Mm. And he was like But let me see how Obedient you are You know Are you listening Yeah yeah. Cause I know you have The characteristics to go far But are you listening to me Right And I think that was The first time where You know It was like a You know That that little I think like a Like a contract Like I signed like A max contract (laughs) I think that was Like the first time Like I signed That max contract And then from there God was like Okay let's go
0: Let's go, Sorry. baby. Yeah. Man, that's I, I love that and I like um this is what I like about, you know, athletes and musicians, just high level performers and just connecting yeah. it back to faith. You know, what I mean it's just like uh people, people I think I think a lot of people who haven't met God yet feel that you can just become Christian by saying, All right, today I'm Christian, you know, but in the same way with like athletics or like music. Like you can't just say, I'm now an athlete. Like right. you can yeah. you can decide that you're gonna be an athlete and then you have to go put in the work. Then you mm-hmm. have to go to the gym. You like you said, you had to wake up early, you had to do the two a days, you had to eat right, you know what I mean? Yeah. You had to you had to watch all that. And the same way with, with faith in Christianity, like you can say you're Christian, but now you're making the choice that now I'm going to do what needs right. to be done. You know what I'm saying? And so man, I love I love hearing that, especially the obedience part. The mm-hmm. obedience part was huge, man. um, Let's see, there was, there's something else you said. And I, I think, oh, I'm um, talking about like just community. You talked about your mom and your dad and just like yeah. how much they supported um, sure. your journey. And I think when I uh meet with like professional athletes, as they get higher and higher, there's so many extra things that start coming into the world. that That's not just athletics anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, so how important is is the requirement of a good community around you so you don't end up crashing and yeah. burning your rookie year?
1: Man, it's, it's everything. Mm. And I think that's the sustaining force, you know, mm. um, because God puts people in our lives to ground us, you know, keep us grounded, yeah, you know, bring 100%. us back to where we are um, because life is life. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? And it's like professional athletes, they, you know, have it harder, so, you know, high performers in general, they have it harder other than an average person because why they're they're pulled on by so many people in the world that that know them and idolize them and look up to them and they don't even know right you know so um the, your support system is everything and um, it just just from from my perspective and you know being able to have such a you know a key part in a lot of these you know athletes lives now it's it's, it's a thing they almost know is, you know, just to be everlastingly like consistent mm, because, yeah. you know, their teams change, the oh, contract yeah. changes, yeah. their body changes, right? You know, like, you know, one day they're, they're jumping 35 inches, the next day, like my MCL is out, you know, so it's like you never know how many different variables they have that they can't control right so for people like myself parents um you know cousins uh girlfriends wives kids like we we all play a part in Mm. you know that community to keep you know him or her grounded yeah and uh to always know like they're they're a person you know they're a son they're a daughter you know they're they're a mom you know they're uncle Mm. they're aunt and yeah. just and that gives them that sense of peace and yeah. um yeah so that's that's a
0: big thing there's it's starting to grow a little bit you're starting to notice more and more athletes like for sure boldly, boldly talking about christ um and i think historically we just didn't see a lot of it um yeah in the mainstream media and whether that's uh you know, an intervention by man or that's just <laughs> kind of how it works. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but encouraging those Christian athletes and, and with game face, I know you guys have a lot of faith, faith groundings mm-hmm. there. Um, uh, how, is, are there a lot of Christian athletes? Is, is that, yeah. is that a big, big community? Yeah,
1: no, for sure. Um, it's definitely, I think it's more common probably than what we think yeah absolutely yeah it's uh because everyone especially you know it, your your environment plays a big part um yeah. but i think of like i started chuckling a little bit because i think of like a lot of athletes um for example from the south yeah and that's just the that's a strong 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 you right. know spiritual backing growing up you know because they was just they were born different yeah. You know, they, they'd be in church from, you know, 4 a.m. to, you know, 5 p.m. Oh, you know, yeah, so yeah. It's <laughs> like, you know, some people really live that. They grew up living that mm-hmm. and um, they take that with them. And, um, you know, no different than, you know, anybody in any other, you know, environment. But um, it's, a, it's a big thing. It's very, very common. Um, a lot of athletes, you know, end up having, you know, those encounters with God um, at an early age and uh, throughout their career, you know, because they face hardships. Um, there's turmoil um, You know season-ending injuries mm-hmm. um, You know Sometimes You know You may have a coach That gets fired You get your scholarship Pulled Like you never know Yeah, yeah. And Those athletes that Grow up And they have that backing They hold on to it mm. You know it's no, it's no different than them Just because they may Be making millions of dollars Or you know They're getting full ride Or now the NIL Is kicking in and, You know It's no different Yeah um, And A lot of them Are very vocal about it some people are just more quiet by nature and if you talk to them they'll be like oh yeah for sure you know i believe mm-hmm. in and and you know they'll tell you where they're at probably in their journey but i think it's very common and it's dope to see yeah. it you know be built up and you know people uh giving god the glory you know mm-hmm. at the big performances and little things like that
0: i love it love yeah it for sure yeah i think i think people are are yearning for it you know what yeah. I mean, and, and and athletes are are, are getting up pull in their you know their spirit to share it well a couple things uh any lasting impressions and two uh how can people uh connect with game face or even you for to to work on their athletics and stuff like that
1: uh yeah a little shameless plug Uh, that's right baby (laughs) (laughs) i mean um gamefacetraining.com uh you can you know you can go ahead to the website uh schedule an eval Mm -hmm. um you know social media we're everywhere on social media uh same thing you know game face training Mm -hmm. um on instagram you know facebook um myself i'm pretty much everywhere now uh which is (laughs) which is wild uh just my name uh deontay jordan uh no one else spells my name the way i spell it so i'm I'm glad i can use that for all my social media handles (laughs) (laughs) that's right so yeah um yeah hit me up engage Mm -hmm. with me um I love hearing from anybody. Uh, I love answering questions. I love being a resource. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Game Face. Um, you know, we just want to make the community better. Um, give athletes a chance. You know, yeah. um, from adolescent all the way to pro, give you a chance to you know be the best version of you. Keep you healthy, That's and right. uh, you know, just be a be a community, a pillar for you. So.
0: Well dude I appreciate it. Thank you for coming back on and um you know yeah, hopefully sure. this is this isn't the last time we have you on the show. I know you this this is just a fraction of the wisdom that you have and experiences. So thank you again guys for joining us and um yeah, we'll catch you next week. Thank you guys for joining today. I hope you were able to pull just so much out of just that conversation just experiences that deontay brought once again if you want to learn more about mental performance training or get in contact with us because we love just talking with you guys and hearing your stories and how we can help you overcome your mental barriers check us out at www.bullishdrive.com. you can see us on instagram youtube uh, spotify audible apple podcasts uh, just just check it out drop a line we'd love to hear from you and always remember it starts with you and your destiny is waiting peace